0: Welcome to the 4-2-3 Soccer Pod. This is the post-match rant. And on the post-match rant, we review the match that we just watched. And what we just watched was a 1-0 defeat for the Chattanooga Football Club to the New York Cosmos. Not exactly the start we wanted to have to the Members' Cup, Todd. Not at all. Um, All all in all, I think a fairly even match, a fairly well-played match. Got a little testy at times, but nothing too bad. Uh, and in the end, it was a free kick um, in the what? In like the 84th minute, something like that?
1: Yeah, I got it in the 84th minute, a yeah. junior Burgos free kick.
0: Yeah, free kick in the 84th minute separated the sides, and it was really that type of match. It was going to take it was going to be something like that that was going to win the game for one of the teams. And unfortunately for us. Uh, for Chetting Football Club fans, it was uh, the Cosmos that that got that that got the win. Um, so before we go and kind of match by match, Todd, we wanted to talk a little bit. Uh, I, I wanted to talk a little bit. I think about you know the the news that that came out um, and from Detroit. That was that article that talked about the Detroit City being uh, in Pasadena for the Nisa meetings. Uh, we were able to in that in that same article, the person wrote. That they were aware that Chattanooga was in, that Chattanooga was in uh, was in Pasadena as well, and we were able to we were able to confirm that with uh, folks from the club that uh, CFC leadership was out in Pasadena. Certainly, there's no guarantee they're talking to Nisa. We knew that already we kind of knew that already yeah. that Nisa was a possibility, and so I don't know. There's there's not a whole lot new there, but it's interesting that um, that Chattanooga is there, Detroit is there. There was a list of like 12 or 13 clubs I think in that article. Um, and there was even like a, like a phrase that the, I, th- I think it was the author kind of left it hanging that there may have been some surprise clubs. Um, I don't know who those surprise clubs would be, um, but, you know, it looks like, you know, we're at least talking to Nisa and to, to see what's coming up next. But that's, that's for after October, right?
1: Yeah, it kind of it kinda is. I mean, I don't yeah. think that really surprises me. I think any team that's been even mentioned with NISA is probably going to show up at their meeting yeah. just to keep up with what's going on sure. and if there's any going to be major changes to structure or any yeah. major announcements. And uh, since they're not really one to um, – I guess come out publicly, uh, especially on Twitter. I mean, they're pretty quiet and when they do yeah. when they do say anything on Twitter, it kind of almost looks like you best just not should have said anything cuz yeah. they don't have the best uh, production on Twitter.
0: <laughs> no, they really don't. No, they really don't. And the, and now some new Nisa account has popped up that I followed. It was like, I don't know, it's some weird other Nisa account.
1: Yeah, I saw that.
0: I I, I don't know.
1: I, yeah, the so yeah, it's not So the news is is that Chattanooga's out there. A bunch of other clubs are out there and it could mean absolutely nothing uh, other than we're keeping tabs on what yeah, Nice it, is doing. Yeah, It
0: could mean absolutely nothing. I don't think it does mean absolutely nothing, yeah, but it could. Either. It could. I mean, you know, it's, it's – I don't um, think Tim Kelly's just burning jet fuel for fun. <laughs> right. So, uh, So anyway, um, back to, I guess, current time and the Members' Cup. This was the first kind of foray into fall football for Chattanooga Football Club, fall soccer. Uh, first match – Probably one of the tougher matches we're going to have in the Members' Cup right off the bat. Might as well test your team. Uh, how do you think? You know, what did you see? Let's just go by half by half. Well, oh, actually, let's start. Anything surprise you with the lineup?
1: I, I mean, I don't think so. I think we knew there were some players that were going to be coming back and questionable like their, their health-wise. So I don't think anything really surprised me. We came back out in the four four two 4 2 diamond. Um, I was like, okay, we're we're sticking with you know what we came through uh, NPSL yeah. regular season with. Yeah. But I don't think there were any like shocking surprises. Uh, I will say Costa on the wing, uh, that was interesting. I, yeah, and I know you've wanted to see him yes, there for some time. And I have.
0: He did not disappoint. No, he did not. He I did mean, not. he won man of the match essentially in the first forty five minutes. He did. He did. Yeah, he did. Uh, I like him out there. I like him out wide. And I think he's you know and in and in a diamond, that's really the only place you can play him. I mean, you know, in a four three three, there's some options. Um, in a 4-2-3-1, there are some options. But in a, in a diamond, you know, he's going to have to play that midfielder, and, which means he's going to have to track back and play some defense. But he did um, well. He did well. When he had he to track well.
1: back, and, and I saw him win a, a, the ball off uh, did Cosmos well. players several times.
0: When, when we were walking out and they announced man of the match, I'm like, if you're going to think of a CFC player in that match, I, you know, I, I, I probably agree with that selection. That you know, he, he had a good first 45. He created some problems for them. Um, and, and, and so anyway, so I, I was a little surprised about him in the wing. We had Sanchez in the back four. Right? Yeah, and we knew that. I mean, that's, that's, a,
1: that's a necessity thing. I mean, we knew With Lima. With Lima, he still yeah. – we saw him. You know, he was available for selection, it looked like, but he also – he never got up to warm up, really. I, d- I right. didn't see him. So I don't think it's that surprising. I mean, still, well, hamstring's a tricky thing. Until yeah. it's healed,
0: like, you're – just yes. enough of it. And so that put Valenciano in the six, in the in, yes. the, in the base of the diamond. Uh, of course, Juan at the tip of the diamond in the number ten position. Having Costa outside allows us to bring in Webb and play him up top uh, with Zecca, and that's a lot of speed. It is. I mean, that is a lot of speed. And he and, showed his. He showed his and speed, and it showed. Yeah. It showed. You know, and there were some. I think there were some opportunities that we didn't take. Uh, we got we got wide a little bit. Um, there was. You know, I think you mentioned um, where I'm getting ahead of myself. So anything else with the, with the lineup? It's a 4-4-2. They came out in a 4-4-2 as well, a flat diamond uh, – excuse me, a flat 4-4-2 with a flat midfield – um, no real I mean I don't know their team well enough again the name sounded familiar you know a goalie was outside a call, you know Akuna was in I believe was in uh, up uh, yeah was goalie
1: a goalie uh didn't come in until uh, the second half the first part of the second half okay. and um and Burgos as well they came yeah. in the like within the first few minutes of the second half yeah and of course uh Burgos would ended up having the game winner uh and Angoli, and we know those are two starters for them so interesting yeah. they chose to set them in the first half but other than the Burgos free kick, I didn't really feel that they were game changers. Uh, no,
0: I mean, you know, they, no, they really didn't. Man, there really wasn't a whole lot in the match, to be honest. It was a whole lot of midfield in the in the middle part of the middle part of the pitch. Um, but now we can go, I guess, half by half. Yeah. Um, so so, so I, go to the think, first half.
1: So for me, coming out in the first half, I, I thought I thought both teams looked pretty good. I thought CFC had the better. Uh, chances, if you will. They saw more of the ball in the midfield. I thought they actually controlled most of the midfield in the first half. But, once again, it was a game of half chances. There were really no clear-cut
0: chances for either team, uh, not of any significance. Except for that weird thing that happened in the 12th minute where they had a player at the six-yard box with an open goal, and he puts it over.
1: Yeah, it was really awkward. He jumped up to, to like, make connection with the ball, yeah, and it, it just came off really strange. And Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. But outs- I was convinced we were
0: 1-0 down. I was convinced we were 1-0 yeah. down, and then he put it over the net. You know, whatever. But outside
1: of that, in the first half, they didn't really have a lot of threats, and I was really happy with, with how uh, CFC was controlling the midfield. I was yeah. happy with the way they were breaking. I was happy yeah. with – the only thing that, that concerned me was I thought we're seeing a lot of the ball and we're not creating a lot of true chances. Yeah. And that's always a bad recipe.
0: Yeah. I, you know, it, you know you go, I'm going to probably go back and watch. I just don't remember a lot of touches in the 18 for us at all. I mean I uh, you know, I just don't really remember that many.
1: No, their back line stiffened up. When yeah. we got
0: to the eighteen, they stiffened yeah. up and, and they and we did not help
1: ourselves any because we tend to compact. We got real compact like right at the top of the eighteen several times yeah. and lost the ball. And you know, contribute I mean uh, I guess credit their defense with the way with what they did.
0: We were just visited by a friend. So um, again the first half yeah, yeah, I, we're talking.
1: yeah, I guess just going back, uh, I felt like their defense stiffened up at the 18 yeah. and, and really never let us through. And we yeah. didn't help ourselves by just kind of like cramming together with a little herd ball right there. And I don't really know, I, I just
0: felt like something needed to happen and it didn't. Yeah, well, we, we really don't have the players to go wide and cross in, right? I mean, no. we, don't, we don't have any, we don't have a target person, you know, target guy in the middle. So we're not going to be that team, even though we've got the speed. We're going to be a team that's going to cut in, going to, going to do one twos, and, and kind of go through the middle and create chances. And
1: Yeah, our only player that, that
0: fills that role was injured, not Max Wilshere. He, yeah. he wasn't in the, in the 18, so. Yeah, and we, and we dribbled around, tried to create some stuff. It was like we were trying to dribble the ball in. Yeah. You know, I would have liked to have seen us. We had opportunities to take quick shots outside. We, all, we, we just seemed to always want to take that one or two extra touch. And walk the ball in the goal. I, I think. With, I think in this, with with a team like this, that extra touch, you, you, the shot, the chance is gone. Mm-hmm. So, um, so it was frustrating. It was frustrating. But I, I thought we played well. I thought. I thought. You know. You know. If, if anybody was worried that the cosmos was going to come down, I think the. I think the team is. I think some of the yep. team is here. <laughs> If if anybody was worried about the cosmos coming here and outclassing us in some way, um, no, that did not happen. Absolutely not. And and I, I wasn't really worried about us getting outclassed. I you know I thought I thought we'd had a chance to win. I really thought when we got to the 80th minute. Okay, this is you know this is looking good. It's going to be something is going to happen. There's one thing, one thing's gonna gonna shift it to one way or the other. And in the second half, that happened late. So. So the first half it ends nil. It ends nil nil. I don't know if any stats stick out to you. Uh, well, I can
1: just run down some once again super unofficial stats. I got shots for uh, CFC, uh, four shots with four on goal. Uh, Cosmos had three shots with one of those on goal. Uh, corner kicks were two to one for Cosmos. Offside, we had uh, CFC had two offside, no offside for Cosmos. Fouls were six to five. with uh, uh, CFC had six, Cosmos had five, and then. Uh, uh, a yellow card each, one and a half. We had that uh, kind of a hard foul by yeah, by Zekka. Zekka, real uncharacteristic of him, but, uh, but he uh,
0: cleaned Settle. the guy out pretty good. Settle your glitter, Zecca. Yeah, and that then, uh,
1: <laughs> then uh, Cosmo uh, Denny Zatella come in and uh, yeah. and pushed uh, Zecca and earned himself a yellow card. Yeah. and uh, what? And I'll go on this. You know, I said uh, since this match was announced, I was really looking forward to the Juan Hernandez Denny Zatella matchup, and I thought Juan was. All over the field tonight, from yeah. one end to the other, and I thought he played well. Um, so I, I thought he won that in that matchup. I thought he won that. His.
0: Yeah, Zatella really didn't do anything. Nope. I mean, he was—he he really didn't do it. And I, you know, he dropped back a little bit, dropped deeper. Um, so again, I think it was just an even match. I mean, you know, I don't—I don't know. You know, we don't—we don't keep possession statistics and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But I—I would be willing to bet it was 55, 45, 53, 47, something like that. The other it way, close. it was close. The chances were close. I, I would imagine that um, that XG would be pretty close. You, you know, with the with, uh, with that that free kick probably being the best chance um, that was created. They, or, well, outside of that, you know, outside of that open net that they missed. Yeah, know. and
1: we had. And- we kind of skipped over this,
0: but uh, we did have a free kick that went off the crossbar in the first half. Yeah, I somehow missed that. I don't know if I was looking down. I don't know if I was taking yeah. notes, but I, I missed. I missed. Yeah, so we had a free kick. It was
1: uh, almost from the identical spot where they scored their oh, yeah. free kick, and uh, off the crossbar. Uh, that was that was probably our best chance in the first half, and. Uh, uh, the center backs that's another thing. Our center back pairing in the first half, I never felt they were in any trouble, really. Nice. Outside mm-hmm. that weird yeah. uh, play where they, you know, skied the ball over the goal. Outside of that, I never felt like uh, they were really in that much trouble. And throughout the remainder of the game, I didn't feel like they were troubled. I thought Dunstan no. dominated everything in the yeah. air. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Soren on the right side just ate that guy up all he, night He did. Long. And,
0: and Soren, you know, if, if you're listening to the podcast, I talked about a goalie and what trouble he caused Miami down their flank, he was invisible, and he was annoyed. Like, he was oh, – He was getting frustrated. Cause I, yeah, he was he was frustrated. He wasn't getting the ball. He was annoyed. He did put in one really – maybe one or two really good crosses. But outside of that, he was invisible. And I was worried about him, them going down the flanks and crossing to, to crossing to their forwards, and it just didn't happen. I mean, they, they just really didn't create that way.
1: So, coming into the second half, there were uh, – two uh, changes. Uh, Angoli came on right there at the 45th. That was the uh, Cosmos halftime change. And then in the 49th, uh, another key substitution, Junior Burgos comes on, uh, yep. which would eventually lead to the game winner. Uh, the second half, it was a lot more of the same. I did feel that the game opened up. I thought the Cosmos had the better of the, uh, of the ball in the second half. Yeah. Um, but still, just nothing that really scared me. And it just felt like when that free kick came up in the uh, 80 in the 84th, I thought, well, this is going to be their chance. Yeah. It, the, ball, the The ball was in a bad spot yeah. uh, for D'Amico, and it looked to me like he bent the uh, the free kick outside of the wall and snuck in the near post. And uh, it'll, it'll be hard – it's kind of hard to judge from where we sit. And I'd have to see a replay, but that's – it looked like he went outside the wall. I
0: think it did. I think it went around the wall. I don't think it went over. I think it went around it. So, you kind of got to question the positioning of yeah. the wall in that case. But there was one thing that happened in the second half. We had some subs. Ginky came on, number five. Yeah. A player that we haven't seen since preseason, really. Yeah. And – Things looked a little weird there for about five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> they did. So, and like, I, you know, I think I, I think I texted you. Um, like, I don't know where Ginky is supposed to play, and I think you texted me back. Like, well, does he? Yeah. Well, it, I think that's when they were going through a format because we did have a formation change yeah, in the if, second yeah, half. So yeah. I
1: think, and Walsh came in for Costa, yeah. and um, Ginky came in for. Um, sorry, Walsh came in for Zecca, and Ginky came in for Costa. Costa. Yeah, so we, we brought in some speed yeah. uh, and with Walsh and it showed. Yeah. And uh, when we had Ginky come on, and it was like I said, that's when we were going this transition of formations, and it looked really awkward for a minute.
0: Yeah, it really did. I couldn't understand. Like, I was like, okay, this isn't a diamond because it looks like Ginky and Valenciano are, a, are in a pivot. And then I'm like, no, 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 no. It's not a. I don't know what's going on. This isn't a diamond. This isn't a 4-2-3-1. And then I realized that we had wing backs, And I'm like, okay, we're, we've, we're in a 3 5 Because it even sometimes it looked like we had one up top, sometimes two up top. There was just – I mean, it was a fluid formation, I think. But, yeah. And Juan um, even pushed really high in, yeah. like in the last like 15 minutes. Yeah. And so, it, you know, that we had that three at the back. We had you know, a very athletic three center backs, you know, mm-hmm. with, with Dunstan, uh, Sanchez, and Soren. Uh, Soren. Um, and so you know, it was it was an interesting formation. It didn't really do anything. Yeah. I don't really didn't create much. Um, really didn't. Well, there just wasn't a lot to it. I don't think. So uh, I'd be interested to know why, if the formation change was was just because of the personnel we had on the bench, and that's who we could bring on, and. Um, but, you know, I'd be interested to watch that that part of the game again to see. Because it took a little while, I think, for, for me to figure out kind of what was going on. And it looked like it took a little while for the players to kind of get used to where they were playing. Yeah. So. I,
1: I think, once again, I, I don't think it had much of an impact because I don't think there was much between the teams. Yeah. Uh, and then I really noticed, like, that both teams started getting really gassed. Yeah. And about the 80-fug. But I don't, I don't
0: think they went – I don't think we went to a back three to see the game out. Do you? Uh,
1: no. No, I – I don't think so. I don't think so. Uh, there were some some uh, yells from the stands, uh, <laughs> uh, kind of signaling that maybe we had went into a defensive posture. But I, yeah. I just I didn't feel that. I didn't I, because I looked at the subs we brought on, and I don't look at, at Walsh and be like, oh, we're bringing on a defensive sub. Oh, we're bringing on Ginky. Yeah. I, I don't see that at all. Yeah. So I, I'm not sure where those those calls were coming yeah, from. I, I, but it, I thought that our I thought that we were.
0: I thought we were trying to go for it as best we could, mm-hmm. but I thought we were gassed. Yeah. So, yeah, so, yeah, so it, again, it ended up with in the 84th minute with the Cosmos getting a free kick. And, uh, again, I think I put down in my notes when when that foul was called, this is a dangerous position. And I had a feeling, and unfortunately that went in with the winner, uh, full-time, Cosmos won CFC nil. That is the, the end of the first – Members Cup match. So, any any final any other thoughts that you want to talk about or think about? Now I'll run down the in-game stats that I had. I had
1: shots uh, five to five uh, for, for tied up shots on goal five to three in favor of CFC. But I'll, I'll, I'll say those five shots were uh, half chances and dribblers. Uh, there were they yeah. weren't anything of substance. Corner kicks three to two in favor of Cosmos. Offsides two to one. Uh, CFC had two. And then yellow cards uh, one for CFC two for cosmos and then fouls 14 for cosmos 11 for CFC and then the attendance list that was announced at 3300 once again more drunken uh, attendance taking yeah out
0: I think I think I think the attendance takers fell fell asleep at some point and a lot of people came in I, I don't yeah, this was not 3,300 or 3,400 people or whatever, 3,370 or whatever they yeah. said. Yeah, uh, I I'm terrible at, ju- at judging crowds. I'll, I'll freely admit that. But that was I thought that was one of the more well attended matches of the of the season. Yeah, yeah. Um, the,
1: the crowd was the crowd was good tonight. It was the the Chad Hooligans were in good voice tonight. Oh, absolutely. And um, so I mean, but I don't know, 3,300. Yeah. I, like I said, I think. Over time, you get a good feel for an attendance, and like, we've been consistently off all year with yeah. the feel attendance. So I don't know if it's just a new way of counting. Who knows? So. Well,
0: atmosphere was great. Yep. Weather was great. Yep. Team played well, and here comes Galen. Here comes Galen. Here comes Galen. Speaking of it, was of great. great. Uh,
1: Is this the four two three podcast?
0: It's the four two three soccer podcast. It's, it.
1: so, it's my favorite four two right. three soccer it's, podcast. It's, it's the fa- it's
0: your favorite it's your favorite Chattanooga-based podcast with numbers. Greater than 100. I in think the title.
2: I, I think that you are, and I'm gonna, no, I'm gonna go on the record. Than 110.
0: I'm going yeah. on the
1: record. I think <laughs> I, I want to think you're 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 314 better than yes. the 109 soccer I think bi- so. <laughs> I think, I think that's, that's it's, it's
0: science. It's science. It is. I mean, it, yeah, we can't. It's science. Thanks, Galen. <laughs> that's so, why. Yeah. That's why I love doing the podcast here. You never know who you're gonna get a drop yeah. in like that. Yeah. So uh, you know, final thought. First first match of Members Cup. Woohoo! We have, yeah, I guess that's done. Uh, I guess that's we're, done. Yeah, we're. We're
1: minus one goal
0: differential, and we're on zero points. We're on zero points. Well, you know, we said we start off with two pretty tough matches: Cosmos anywhere, where it's here or there, um, and then we go to Detroit. And so, um, you know, how, how do you think about what do you think about that? We'll just do a little preview here um, before we talk. You know, before we talk to some guys from, we're going to have a, a, another kind of. Pre match um, preview with uh, the DC FC FC guys. Uh, that's and a lot will, of FCs. That's a lot of FCs. We will talk with them. We will we will put that podcast out. I think maybe tomorrow or Monday, depending. Um, but we're going to talk with them. And, and so, what do you think, just right now about the next match? I mean, it's great. We're going up. To, you know, we're going up to yeah, Detroit.
1: Be, yeah, it's great to be going to Detroit. I'm, I'll be uh, going up there and staying with
0: a buddy of mine. So I'm really
1: looking forward to seeing him. Really looking forward to going to Keyworth. Yeah. And and seeing you know firsthand everything that Detroit City's built up there, I think it's I think it's amazing. Uh, as far as like what happens on the field, uh, I'm expecting a win. I mean, yeah. maybe, I, but of course, I expected a win tonight, and you know, we all, almost got it. I mean, yeah. we were in the game to the end, and, and I expect to win when we go to Detroit. I think the boys are going to be ready for it. I don't expect there to be any sort of like hangover from this. Yeah. Uh, if anything, they're going to be, I think they're going to be kind of. Uh, emboldened, like yeah, th- so. as a, as a, this was a lost opportunity, and we're going to go up to Detroit and get three points.
0: Well, if you if you have followed Detroit throughout the MPSL season, uh, they are going to look a little different. Um, they had a friendly against Windsor, uh, which is a team in from Canada. A. And uh, I, you know, they they put out their starting lineup, and when I looked at the names, there were a lot of names that were not on their MPSL. Roster that they had on their on their website. Uh, they had some trialists in. They had some other players in. A lot of their college guys have left. So they had another friendly. I think with the Indy Eleven. I'm not really sure. That may be tonight. That may have been tonight. Oh, we have another. We have another guest here. You want to say anything? You want to say anything to the people?
1: Hello, boys. That was a tough loss. I can't wait to listen to this episode. And I hope <laughs> you cut me out of it because that would be a.
0: Oh no! There's no, no way. You no, know, yeah. that's not happening. <laughs> You want to go ahead and introduce yourself. Uh, this is Andrew Breezy,
1: aka Breezy, and uh, I'm a very sad person right now. Yeah. But also, uh, we're the second best team in the NPSL. <laughs> <laughs> Miami is and was better with their two million dollar payroll or whatever it is. But we showed tonight we're just as good as the Cosmos. Yeah. And they got one free kick between us. So.
0: Yep. Yep. One free kick. And That's I it. like I like the Chattanooga versus all y'all shirt. You pro- if you're listening to this, you've missed the pre-order, but we're going to do another. You guys are going to do another. There are actually a few available. You can see on mic. Like, there are a few available still. Okay. Extras available. All right, cool. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, so some, there are some available if you want to pick up a Chattanooga versus all y'all shirt. I'm waiting on two. I think it's going to be shipped to my house on Monday. So, all right. Thanks, Andrew. Oh, and he is—you know, you should listen to him. Um, we'll just give him a he, did, he didn't take the opportunity, but we'll no, take no, no. the opportunity. He didn't plug himself. He didn't but plug We himself. will plug him. Yeah, they've got—you know—he's—he's uh, he's, uh, one of the crew at the at the uh, Section One Hundred Nine podcast. So, so go give them a listen. Um, anyway, back to Detroit—they're going to look a lot different. Yeah. And, and I tweeted out the the uh, starting lineup and kind of kind of outlined those players who weren't on their roster. Um, and I and I talked with, you know, when we, when we initially talked to the, the guys from the Detroit podcast, they were like, you know, we need to wait a little bit before we talk because we don't know who's going to be playing. And so it's going to be interesting to see when that – I don't know when that Indy 11 match is. It may be actually tonight. I think it was tonight. So if it is, it'll be, I'll be they're, interested they're to see. They're also kind of big on Sunday afternoon games, so it may yeah, so be tomorrow afternoon. So it, hopefully the, their, first, um, their first friendly was not um, – Uh, uh, cast on on the web so i I don't know if this one with this one with the indy 11 will be or not if it is i'll i'll certainly be watching to try to get a sense of uh sense of what they're like again you know they've got they've got sean lawson and they've got sean lawson up front and you know he is he's probably scored he's i think he's the highest goal scorer in the npsl and he's 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 uh you know, he's dangerous. Um, so no
1: matter what, they're always going to have a, a puncher's chance with yeah. him up top. Yeah. So, so we'll see how the rest of the squad fills yep. in. Anytime you approach this kind of year, you got to wave goodbye to your college players. It's transition for, for you know all these teams that are coming into this new tournament. And uh, we'll, we'll see. I mean, they may have a larger roster changeover than most, just given the fact that yeah. CFC had already kind of prepared for this from the beginning, uh, and Detroit just kind of held on to
0: a lot of their college players. It looks like maybe till the end. So we'll see yeah. how this plays out. Yeah, they got they got a lot of changes. It's going to be interesting. This will be their first real match. I mean, they'll have two friendlies, which is good for them. Uh, but this will be their first kind of real match with the with the new with the new guys. Uh, so it's going to be interesting. You know, going up there, going on the road—that's always hard. Keyworth is a tough place to play. They're going to get smoked out. You know they're going to have to deal with that um, <laughs> and uh, deal with the noise and you know deal with those rowdy, Look, those if rowdy you can, ruffians. If you can deal with
1: the humidity levels of <laughs> Chattanooga in August, uh, then you can deal with yeah. some smoke in
0: Detroit. It'll be so, all right. Yep. So anyway, that's you know that's next. Um, I guess you know there's I don't know there's really much more to say. Again, it's a one-nil loss. It's not the way we want to start the Members Cup. We knew this match was going to be tough. It was, and uh, we'll we'll go. We kind of move on and and play again next week. Sounds good. All right. So again, this is the post match rant because we lost. So you know we're gonna rant. We didn't rant too much because I thought we played pretty well. We ranted. We ranted right past introducing ourselves again. Oh, we did. Okay. Yeah, we did. Um, So anyway, this again, this is the four two three soccer pod. The the post match rant version of that. You could find the podcast. On all of, the, all of the places where really good podcasts are, we're there too. Um, and, and you can find us That's on awesome. Twitter at 423soccerpod. Uh, this is Jim. You can find me on Twitter at Chattagooner. And this is Todd. You can find me at GreatFootballer on Twitter. And that'll be it tonight. Next time we talk to you, we'll, we'll be talking with the guys from Detroit. We'll give you a little preview of that match and talk a little bit more about kind of where are we going, where are we going in the Members' Cup. we got other matches in the Members' Cup happening tonight, so we'll kind of review those and uh, bring everybody up to speed on what the table looks like. So for that, um, again, we want to thank Burr Brewing Company for allowing us to have our table right underneath our, our trophy, Detroit, the trophy that we've got. We got your trophy. It's beautiful. It is beautiful as we're looking at it. And Asheville, we got your trophy. So we're we're podcasting from Chattanooga Brewing right right in front of uh, all those trophies and uh, it's a it's a it's a good feeling um, but that'll be it for tonight and we will see you again on the podcast soon. Go CFC. Go Blues. hey everybody, this is Jim back in the four two three Soccer Pod Studio. After we ended the podcast, Todd got the idea to go down and try to find a player to talk with them a little bit about what they thought about the first Members Cup match. So what we have is a little special addition here, or addition to the uh, the normal uh, post-match rant, and we have some kind of feedback and reaction to the match from one of uh, the Chattanooga Football Club uh, starting lineup. And so what you're what you hear next is an interview we did with Jordan Dunstan about the match and about um, kind of how he felt about the result in our first uh, members cup match. So uh, enjoy that. And right after, uh, right after this, you will hear the interview with Jordan Dunstan.
1: Welcome back to the 423 Soccer Podcast. We are coming to you uh, post-game from Chattanooga Brewing Company, and we are uh, honored to welcome to the show our first post-match interview with Jordan Dunston. How you doing?
2: I'm good. How are you? Thanks for having me.
1: All right. Uh, thanks for uh, – I just pulled him from uh, downstairs in line. Uh, to, so almost – he's got a, he got his beard, but that's about as far as he made it. So I saw you had some chicken and pasta. Oh, yeah. Where did that come from?
2: Locker room. That came from the locker yeah. room. Yeah. <laughs>
1: So uh, He's putting off his chicken and pasta for us. So so talk to us a little bit about the game tonight What was your overall feelings of the game? I guess I, I know you got to be disappointed to get the 1-0 loss, but uh, uh, Just overall how do you feel about it?
2: Um, even though we lost there's still a lot of positives that we can take away from the game um, It shows that we can battle the whole game unlucky that a free kick like that went in at that time in in that point of the game where there's not much time that we could battle back and try to get one back to tie it up and just get a result at the end of the day, but even with that being said, the boys, the team worked hard start to finish and you can see we still are a bit rusty, but it's our first game back and we still have a whole bunch of games to start getting results, start getting points and start climbing the ladder and the table.
1: Yeah. well I know that you and uh, Lima had been uh, partners in the back for the majority of the year uh, did you did you feel uh, equally as comfortable with San, with Sanchez back there with you or are you guys pretty comfortable
2: um, it's a little different obviously and we didn't really it's different when you practice in games than when you practice do like a scrimmage kind of than in a game situation different things arise and You have to quickly manage and kind of read how they play and I don't think we're on the same page with certain things but because we're good enough players you can kind of anticipate and just kind of go with the flow and if there's an obstacle then we talk about discussing and we try to fix it as quickly as possible. But I think as the season progresses our partnership should become stronger. If we are partners in that position together,
1: I really thought that you two paired very well in the back. On even though you had been with Lima for most of the year, I, I thought you guys looked pretty solid back there tonight. Thank you. Uh, I thought you are just maybe there was that one play early in the game uh, where they got a op- they put the ball over the bar, and it was really hard to figure out what had happened there because the ball just popped over to him and he just skied it over the crossbar. So.
2: We- we kind of did a high line to try to get them in an offside track. Yeah. But then, as the ball was played, I spoke to the referee. referee said, yeah, it's play on, and there's no offside because your player made an effort for the ball and touched it. Oh. So that's why I stopped and everyone else stopped. Uh. But didn't know that that was a new rule that they implemented in the league. Because typically, if the player is offside and they go for it, it's still offside. But he said, play on. I noticed
1: you having a discussion with the referee right after that play yeah. and it was one of those things you look you watched it And you're like something happened and you know, I didn't know what but that that clears out
2: Yeah, so that's exactly what happened and I spoke to him and He said well your player made an effort for the ball and he touched it Therefore the offside has been cancelled and this play on so and the problem was if he didn't uh, Find I think the other striker and he put it in the back of the net He was onside but we were caught offside or we stopped playing ourselves. And we shouldn't do that as defenders, we should play to the last whistle. And so in that sense, that's a rookie error on our behalf. And then my fault. So I'll take blame for that because I had my hand out and I was screaming offside, offside. (laughs) So obviously the boys are gonna listen to me, so they stop playing. So next time I'm just gonna play to the whistle or until he says, balls out or the stoppage in play.
0: Right. So you I, go i yeah, so you go into half nil nil, how are you feeling? How are you guys feeling?
2: In um, match? I thought we were like we felt good. It was, it was this game you knew there was gonna be one chance, one goal type of thing. Yeah. That was the situation. That's yeah. how it felt from start to finish. Uh, going to the half, we felt good. But you never know how the game can change. Games can change with a sub. Someone gets hurt, a foul at the top of the 18. Guy comes up, finishes, and that changes the whole dilemma. With yeah. Him, right? But we did feel good going to the half. Unfortunately, we didn't finish out the whole game. With that.
0: But did, did Coach talk to you about any changes that, that you were coming out, of, coming out of the half? Any tactical changes that you were going to do?
2: Uh, yeah. They said that if we... If certain things were going to happen, then we'll change personnel with the player, with the substitutions. They'll tell us if we're going to change formation, who's going to go where, who's yeah. going to play where. Um, but, yeah, there was discussions, talk, that have time about that. So, so we are all aware. Yeah. That. So
0: when Ginky came in, the formation changed. Yes. Yeah, so he went to three at the back? Yes. Um, so how, how was that? How was that to do that in the middle of the, in the, middle of the match, to go from... You know, a two pair with outside fullbacks yeah. to a three with your wingbacks outside.
2: Um, it wasn't that bad because we practiced that. That was, we practiced on that for the past week. And we literally just, he drilled it into us. And the good thing is, in scrimmages, in training sessions, he would literally say, all right, boys, we're going to play 4-4-2. And then in an instant, Three five two, and then we just have to switch it and try to just oh, yeah. okay. figure it out on our own because in oh, the yeah. game, that's what's yeah. gonna happen. we are just gonna have to fight obstacles, hurdle them, and just roll with it. Yeah, them.
0: And, and it looked like it looked like there was a little figuring that out. I yeah. mean, you know, I I remember when uh, when Geeky came on, I couldn't figure out where he was supposed to be playing. I mean, there was yeah. there was sometimes it, I thought he was like the, in the the six of a di- of a diamond, and yeah. then I thought he was he and. Valenciano were a pivot and then I'm like no that's not it what is going on he was everywhere he was up top he was up
2: back Um, so so typically he was supposed to be playing side by side Valenciano okay so like like
0: a like a pivot like a two yeah.
2: yeah but um Valenciano was supposed to be the midfielder that kind of roams more and Yankee was supposed to kind of hold more just uh, in front of the back line. Well, he
0: was all over the place.
2: But then if they talk about it and they coordinate it, then yeah. Yankee can kind of move and yeah. As long as someone's holding, it's fine yeah. for the player to kind of roam around and do whatever they
0: want. Okay.
1: We've been wanting to ask this question now for maybe the better part of two months. Early in the NPSL season, and even in the friendlies, preseason friendlies, we played three in the back, and we changed – uh, what was it, after the Revolution game?
0: Yeah, after the Revolution, well, we didn't play in the back. We, we played a 4-2-3-1 three, at three, the, three, the beginning. Yeah. And then right after the Revolution, we went to that Diamond. And it's been Diamond ever since. What was, the, what was the talk about when we were changing that formation?
2: I mean, that's a formation that we've been playing for years. Yeah. And that's where most of the players are comfortable playing. And that's how we perform the best, yeah. I think. And obviously the coaches think for us they wouldn't have us play that formation. So we always go back to our goals, right? So is it just
1: experimenting early in the year? Yeah. Okay.
2: Just to, they just want to try different formations to see if we're down a goal, what are we going to do to try to get back a goal and then yeah. push on to get another goal. If we're winning, what what formations do we go into to kind of hold the lead? So there's different formations for different circumstances that we are in in again, game. So if we're up, what do we do? If we're down, what do we do? If it's just kind of back and forth and like different formations for different scenarios.
1: So now after after this loss, um, I know it's not the way you want to start out the season, but uh, gotta, you got know, to get your head up, and we're headed north up to Detroit next week. Yes. Uh, so give us your thoughts on heading up to Detroit.
2: Uh, again, another tough opponent. We beat them in preseason, so you know there's going to be a little bit of a battle that's going to come back out and try to get a win over us. Um, we just have to train like it's a game every single day. And when Saturday comes, we just have to do what we do and practice on the field. And if we do well and we perform well, we should get the result. But it's not going to be an easy pass. We're not just going to walk in there and get a result. It's going to be a battle the whole nine minutes. So the boys have to be focused and locked in throughout training this whole week and just stay focused and mentally prepared, mentally strong.
0: So you played, uh, did you play up there last year? Did you go to the play?
2: No, I didn't.
0: You know, so this is your first time going up to Detroit. What have you heard about the experience of playing there?
2: Uh, loud. Like, <laughs> it's like uh, the hooligans. So, I mean, it's going to be a great atmosphere. Yeah. It's one of our rivals, right? So yeah. you know it's going to be. Yeah. That's what, as a player, you look for those. That's what you want. You want games that you're going to have to battle the whole night in we're competitive. So if we're not competing, why are you playing?
0: Yep.
1: All right, man. Well, thank you so much for, uh, for joining us after the game. Like I said, you're our first uh, post-match interview with a player. <laughs> so it's been great. And uh, look forward to having you on the podcast in the future. Yeah, best thanks, man. Great yeah. luck next week up in Detroit. We'll okay. see you there.
2: Appreciate it. All right, thanks you. a lot.
1: Oh, it's Oh, gold. Gold. oh got it! What a shot from Wilshire off the other side of the crossbar. Yeah, nice little chip. Chicken. Oh, Mr. Oliveira, what a cheeky goal. <laughs>